We found out all sorts of things that were different sizes. We're going to find out quite how tall Goliath was. So David's going to come up and we're going to do a Goliath reveal with this yeah, contraption. Yeah, we probably are wondering now, aren't we, Joe? I mean. Just how big he is. Now, what I'd like you to do is I'd like you to think of the tallest person you know. He was taller than that. Much taller than that. And... To actually get to try and do this, I had to move all of the furniture in our house. I had to lay out all across the lounge floor, but I need two volunteers. Now, I wondered, let's see who we've got. Yeah, would you like to come and help, please? If you go and stand with Joe on that side. Lindsay, if you come this side, would you like to come and help? You help Lindsay on this side. Because on the side here, we've got two yellow ropes. If you are... If you'd like to kind of do it, the trick of this is to do it in sync. Otherwise, Goliath sort of goes off to one side. But we'll have a go. If you'd like to pull on those ropes, Lindsay and Joe will give you a hand. There we go. Keep going. Lovely. You have to stay in sync there. Still going. Still going. And then, Lindsay, there's a little roll of gaffer tape down there and two dumbbells. You can kind of tie the ropes off and keep going, keep going, keep going. Higher, 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 higher. There, lovely, look at that. And then if you just put a little bit of gaffer tape and then could you tie it off? Yes. So, here we go, look at that. That was, oh, you have to keep holding, keep holding. Oh, we almost had Goliath being slain far too early in the service there. (laughs) That is big. That's 2.6 metres of giant. And... uh, David was just an ordinary shepherd boy. Coming up to that, he was maybe only a teenager, sort of uh, smaller than me. And, and then... Now, it's one of those familiar stories. It's one of those stories that we kind of know about. So to just get a little reminder, we're going to watch a short video. Ed, back, back, back. Oh, I almost caught him out there. We're going to watch a little video just to be reminded what happened to this mammoth of a man. I'm not going to ask how many years ago that was. You might get a little hint. (laughs) Um, Goliath was a big problem. He was a big problem for the Israelites because they did not know what to do. He came out this huge, great, towering soldier ready to take on anyone in the battle. And they just, they were, they were afraid, they were worried, they were panicked, they, they just didn't even know where to start to overcome this. They talked to everybody, who was going to fight him? And nobody would. Nobody would go up against him. But it's not just the Israelites, you know, who have these great big things in front of them that people don't quite know what to do about, get them a bit anxious, a little bit worried, very anxious, very worried, really, really worried, and really, really anxious about what's going to happen. So what I'd like you to do is I'd like you to take just a few moments to talk to the people next to you. I want you to talk to them about what is it today that would be like a Goliath for us in the 21st century, okay? What is it that might be a huge, great, unsurmountable problem? It could be for you as individuals. It could be for us as a country. It could be for us as a world. Take 90 seconds. Talk to the person next to you. What might be a Goliath for us today? Over to you. Okay, there's your 90 seconds. The lovely Lindsay is going to now come round with a microphone and... 
the lovely Joe is going to take a red and a green pen, and on Goliath, she's going to write up some of these ideas. So, if you've got a really good idea of something that today, for you or for the world or the country, is a big Goliath, put your hands up and Lindsay will come to you, and we'll get it written up onto the Goliath at the front here. Climate change. Uh, yeah, climate change, that's a great big Goliath at the moment. Uh, there's one just here. The more ideas I get for you, the easier the rest of my talk is, okay? So please don't hold back. Uh, human selfishness. Yeah, selfishness, human selfishness. There's one just here. Keep thinking, do be willing to share what you are talking about. Um, pandemics and human health. Yeah, pandemics. Animal hunting. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, we've got one here. Um, conflict, especially Russia, Ukraine. Yep, conflicts and wars. There's one just here. Any more from the back whilst... Uh, oh, yeah. And good. Cost of living crisis. Yeah, cost of living. There's right to the back, Lindsay. There we go. <laughs> Illness. If you're ill, if somebody in your family's ill. Illness, yeah. And that can be for ourselves and also for people we know. Oh, good. The floodgates are opening now. Here we go. Deadly predators. Mm. <laughs> well, there's a lot of worry goes on in your household here in Britain. <laughs> Tax collectors. Oh. Oh. Somebody's been trained early in life. <laughs> Annoying president. Um, you can have a chat with Ed afterwards, okay? I'll get you sorted. <laughs> Is that it? Any last, last chance? Lovely. That's brilliant. Thank you ever so much. Is that it? Yeah. Brilliant. Thank you, Joe. Why don't you give Lindsay and Joe a round of applause? You know, yeah, look at that. There we go. So, the Israelites had this giant. We may not have a 2.6 meter tall human being giant that we face, but there are things that we face day by day that can feel like a Goliath. Matt, I think it would be quite good if we could just sing a song a little bit just to get us to think about that a bit more and to think about how those Goliaths, how on earth are we going to beat them? This reading is from 1 Samuel chapter 17, when David took on the Philistine Goliath. A champion named Goliath, who was from Gath, came out of the Philistine camp. His height was six cubits and a span. He had a bronze helmet on his head and wore a coat of scale armor of bronze weighing 5,000 shekels. shekels. On his legs he wore bronze greaves and a bronze javelin was slung on, on his back. His spear shaft was like a weaver's rod, and its iron point weighed 600 shekels. His shield bearer went ahead of him. Goliath stood and shouted to the ranks of Israel, Why do you come out and line up for battle? Am I not a Philistine? Are you not the servants of Saul? Choose a man and have him come down to me. If he is able to fight and kill me, we will become your subjects. But if I overcome him and kill him, you will be our subjects and servers. David said to Saul, let no one lose heart on account of this Philistine. Your servant will go and fight him. 
Then David took his staff in his hand, chose five smooth stones from the stream, put them in, his, in the pouch of his shepherd's bag, and, went, and with his sling in his hand approached the Philistine. David said to the Philistine, You, ca- you come against me with a sword and a spear and javelin, but I come against you in the name of the Lord Almighty, the God of the armies, the God of the armies of Israel, who you have defied. As the Philistine moved closer to attack him, David ran quickly to fo- towards the battle line to meet him. Reaching into his bag and taking out a stone, he slung it and struck the Philistine on the forehead. So David triumphed over the Philistine with a sling and a stone. Without a sword in his hand, he struck down the Philistine and killed him. So there, that's it. David managed to get this huge, great, giant hunk of a man to fall with a sling. Um, Have you ever seen one? (laughs) Have you ever thought about what David actually used to do this? That. Would any of you be brave enough to go up against a man like that with a couple of bits of strings? He used leather. I couldn't find any leather. Mine's a bit of my old jeans. Okay? That's it. Now, I think... We need to have a try to see just what this is like. So I need three volunteers to help Joe. And I, yeah, come on, just straight in there. Come. And three volunteers to help Lindsay. We're going to need five more. One there. Come on. Who thinks that they are going to be a bit of a. Do you think Peter Hatton looks like somebody who could use a sling? Yes? Come on, Peter. There we go. Who thinks? Come on. Let's. let's we need. We need a range of people. Good. We need. So, if one of you go that side, we've got a younger lady. We've got a honking great man. Men, and we need Rosie. Go on. And they're all. Would you? There we go. Right. So now I need just to explain how you use the sling. You go that side. On one end is a little hook, a little loop of... uh, That goes over your middle finger, like so. And the other end is held with the first and forefinger, the the thumb and forefinger. And now we need a stone. And the stone, there we go, is a marshmallow, because we've done the risk assessment. And we were glad that the front row was left empty. And to, to, are you, yeah, you're okay? Okay. And then it's quite easy. We just do a... Now, I've practiced that all week, and I still can't do it. <laughs> okay? So, here we go. Who'd like to go first? I think it should be ladies first. There we go. So, if Joe and Lindsay could load them with a stone, it's in the bag behind you. There we go. How do you think we're going to do? Now, you're not going to throw it at us. You're going to see if you can hit Goliath. Because if you can, you get a point for your team, for your side of the church. No pressure here on your team of three. Okay? So, when you're ready, if you'd like to turn and face Goliath. And remember, you swing it not around your head, because that's not in the risk assessment. We're going to swing it down and at Goliath. Here we go. Three, two, one. Oh, do you want to try again? Try it again, because that went straight down before we even started. 
But we can all count them in, can't we? You ready? So three, two, one, and... Oh, give them a round of applause. It's a good effort. We swap in for number twos. Number two. Oh, yeah, we see the guys think they're going to be better at this. They do. Okay. So if you load, load in your marshmallow stone. Remember, Peter, it's one point. If you can get it on the head, it's double points. Is, uh, Peter's taking this proper serious here. Look at that. Oi! <laughs> uh, thanks, Peter, for ruining the entire point of doing this. <laughs> Oi! <laughs> Lovely. Now there's no pressure now. Chloe and Rosie. It's all down to the last slingshot. Uh, we need some marshmallows on your slings. I think Lindsay's got it. Okay, we're going to count them in. No pressure. Three, two, one. <laughs> Give them all a round of applause. <laughs> I think we might have to declare that a winner for Peter's team because it was actually pretty much... Now, Peter, before you go, Peter, was that beginner's luck? Um, well, actually, you know, my great-great-grandfather came from Mallorca, and they were the great slingers in the ancient world. And my great-grandmother was a Benjaminite, so they were slingers as well. I'm not sure whether you're kidding me or not here. Give a round of applause, then you go sit down. <laughs> So, how on <laughs> the king of the slingers? <laughs> oh, I love it. Here we go. Oh, it's chaos. So, how is it that David managed to do that? How on earth did he get to be under the pressure of battle with this huge, great giant? How did he get to do that? Well, I've got three little ideas. Here's the first one. I think he'd practiced I'm not sure, Peter, whether how much practice you've actually had. Is that? Oh, but we'll, we'll run with you've practiced a lot for this. Yeah. So David, he was a shepherd boy. He used to have his little, that was his only defense against the wildlife, the wild attacking animals to keep his sheep safe. And he would have practiced a lot, a lot, a lot, because if he didn't manage to get it right, it would have gone wrong. And I think that's kind of like that for us a little bit, if we could have the next point, because I wonder, are there things today that God is helping you to get good at? I wonder if the things that you are practicing at the moment, you may not even realize you are. You may not even know that what you are having to do at the moment is actually helping you get better for things in the future. Just like David with his sling. But David did more than that. He had practiced a lot. But also, he had trusted God's promises. He didn't arrive at battle going, I will be able to do this. He was willing to do it. But his resting of what he chose to do was because he trusted God's promises. 
He knew that the people of Israel would triumph because God was with them, because of what God had said in history. And I wonder, are there times when we know we have to trust God's promises? We have to rest on what we know to be true about God and what he has said for us. On whatever level, on the national, on the global, on the personal level. But the third thing about David, yes, he practiced, yes, he knew God's promises, but he also knew that God had been with him in the past. He'd faced lions. He'd faced wild beasts, and he recognized and knew that the only way that he'd overcome that was because God had been with him in the past. I wonder for you as well, are there times in the past when you know that God has helped you? And does that then carry forwards so that when we meet our 21st century Goliaths, that we know that there are things that we've done in the past that have helped us to practice for that, that we know God's promises and they know that he will help us. It might feel sometimes like we are coming up against the things that we see in front of us with a tiny bit of denim and a couple of strings, just like David did with his piece of leather and his piece of string. But he overcame because God was with him. So what do we have today that means that we can come up against the Goliaths that we face? There was a little story that I didn't include in the, in the reading. But David, when he arrived to the Philistine army and saw the armies of Israel, he went to his brothers and he said to his brothers, we can beat this Philistine. Do you know what his brothers did? They laughed at him. They laughed at his trust, his practice, and his belief in the promises of God. He, his family laughed at him. Now, I think that's different for us. Because today, when we come up against our Goliaths, we are not laughed at by our family and our friends. And I know that is true here in the church here. If you find yourself up against a Goliath, don't think it'll be like David where you find people laughing at you. It's quite the opposite. Never forget that there are Christians here to help you. And I know that there are many, many stories across the church where people have come up against a personal Goliath and have only succeeded because they've had the family of God to be with them and to help them and encourage them through that. And that was different from what it was like for David because David was laughed at by his family. I promise you, nobody will laugh at you if you bring and talk to somebody about what the Goliath is. The second thing I think we have is that we have God's Holy Spirit and prayer. When, when David went out with his sling and he chose his five marshmallows, his, his five small stones, 
He only needed one. He only needed one. Because he'd got the power of God. Because he didn't forget that it was not his sling or his strength or how good he was. Though that was part of it. It was because God was with him. He'd got the Holy Spirit behind him. And he'd acknowledged in his little prayer that he said to Saul. That little prayer of, we will succeed because God is with us. And that as well is the same and is true for us today. So what I'd like you to do, I'd like you to have a look around on the floor near you. You will find there are pieces of A5 paper and some pens about. So what I'd like you to do is to think back right to the beginning when we talked about what our personal Goliaths are at the moment. And I would like you to write one of those for you on that piece of paper. And as you do that, remember those three things. For that Goliath, things in the past that you've practiced will help you. Things that you're going to write on this bit of paper that God is going to fulfill and honor his promises to be with you through it. Now, as you do that, I'm going to get Matt and the band to come back up on stage, please. Because I'm going to give you, whilst they just play an intro to stuff, just take a moment to think about that and to pray for what you've written on there. Now, it might be you want to do that on your own. It might be that you want to do that with somebody next to you. Absolutely fine. So whilst the intro music plays, I'll come back and make a, and, and close it with in, a, in a second or two. Just write, what is a Goliath for you? And think about how you can bring that to God today.